0: together growing in faith changing communities my dear friends i would like us to reflect on the book of isaiah chapter 58 from verse 1 to verse 9. thus says the lord cry aloud despair not lift up your voice like a trumpet declare to my people their transgressions to the house their sins the lord opens up uh, as he asks isaiah And he says, cry aloud, speak, do not spare. Allow my people to come to know and to realize that their actions are not that which I want them to do. And I I think I like that opening concept. At the beginning of Lent, to become aware of my own shortcomings. To become aware of my own sins. And it is important to know where I have done wrong. Because it it is very easy to do something without noticing that my actions are harmful to someone else. And so Lent becomes a good moment in which I can seriously and honestly look at my life, look at my behavior, and then ask myself, am I living according to the principles of God? Am I doing that which God will be proud of when he sees me? I think we live quite busy lives. And St. John Paul II once said, we live in a culture where we are in denial of sin. And Pope uh, Benedict spoke and criticized quite aggressively the concept of relativism. Because both these concepts and terms, the denial of sin and relativism, seems to be the order of the day in our day and age. Sometimes I can be so swallowed up and say, oh, everybody else is doing it, so why bother? Well, nobody's making a big deal out of it, so why you want to concern yourself with that? Yes, that's denial of sin. I know that this is wrong, but I still do it. And sometimes we spiritualize that and we say, but the Lord understands. But the Lord is always merciful. But the Lord knows what's going on. (laughs) Relativism has to do with, well, if it's wrong for you, it doesn't mean it must be wrong for me. And we, we, we apply the principles of it is my human right. I can do that which I want. I'd like to tell you a story. There was a man who had gone on a holiday in in an island. And when he went into an island for a holiday, he was having a wonderful time. And one day he goes uh, into this beautiful island. There is a beautiful sea, obviously. And he goes and he is sitting there and he's watching people having a swim. And unfortunately, he sees there was a young man who was having a swim, but he was drowning. And so he runs into, into, the, into the ocean, and he tries to help this young man uh, who was there, was drowning, and thank God he was able to save him, and he took him out, and the man was saved, and his life was spared. And a couple of years later, after he had gone, He came back into the same island, but now he didn't come on a holiday. He was now working in an island. He was a magistrate. He was the judge. And so one day as he was sitting in his court, they brought in a young man who had committed murder and rape. And so as the proceedings were continuing, he looked at this man, he recognized this man, And before making a judgment, he said, I need to ask you something. A couple of years ago, I was in this island. And he narrated the incident that had happened. And he just wanted to confirm, could this be the man that he had saved as a young man earlier on? And the man who was a little bit older now said, yes, sir, that was me. And so the young man who had done something absolutely horrendous, He then started to light up and say, well, if you were able to save me, then uh, I I know you will also save me now. And so the, the judge looked at him and he says, I was there on a holiday. I'm now here officially on my work. That's number one. But number two, when I was there, I was more merciful. But now I come as a judge. And I think that's the truth about God. He comes as merciful to us. He shows us his mercy is love. And so he calls us to himself. But later on, he will have to come to us as a judge. And so Lent is a moment of introspection. Where I need to look into myself. I need to sort out. My house. I need to put my house in order, and that is important to do. The other concept that I also find important for us to look into. It's a God who comes to us, and who wants us to be honest with ourselves. Who wants us to come to terms with how things have happened? And wherever I need to change, I have to change. I have to ask for the grace to be a better person. I have to ask for the grace to do things right. While Lent allows me to have an introspection. It allows me to change my life and my attitude. It also challenges the way I fast and pray. The author makes it quite interesting that my fasting should not be associated with wickedness. In my fast, I should consider and help the poor, the lame, the broken of heart, the naked, the widow, the orphans, the strangers. And so, Lent should never be a moment where It is always about me. It is about my relationship with God. But my relationship with God manifests itself greatly in my relationship with my brothers and sisters. And I think it is a beautiful attitude to adopt at the beginning of Lent how am i going to be of assistance to someone else how am i going to bring christ into the life of those who need it the most that is what we are called to do that is what we are called to achieve I need to go back and read Matthew chapter 25 and examine myself, my life. Am I living by the principles of God? When I was hungry, when I was sick, when I was in hospital, when I was in prison, when I was thirsty, where were you? Insofar as you did it to the least of my brothers and sisters, you did it to me. And insofar as you refused To minister to my brothers and sisters, you refused to minister to me. And Isaiah is quite clear about that. That my relationship with God, my Lenten observance, is a moment of grace. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.